Welcome to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. March is Women's History Month, and there's no better way to learn about it than with Felicia Shaw, Executive Director of the Women's Museum of California, based right here in San Diego. Felicia, happy Women's History Month and welcome. Yes, here we are again. One year later, we're still standing. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So my first question for you is, how are you and the museum celebrating this month? Well, you know, this is a big month for us. I mean, what's bigger than Women's History Month when you're a Women's History Museum? So um, we're doing a lot of our annual events, uh, things that we've been doing for the past 20 years. The big one is the San Diego County Women's History, uh, uh, Women's Hall of Fame, sorry, the Women's Hall of Fame. And this is when we celebrate the accomplishments of women who are chosen by the community because of their lifetime uh, um, achievements. And um, we induct them at a ceremony on the 20th. And I think it's a big deal. Uh, We've inducted uh, over 125 women uh, since the Hall of Fame began uh, 21 years ago. And uh, so we're excited to uh, keep adding to that long list. Wow, I love that. And I love the living history aspect of it, you know, honoring women who, um, you know, are still here today. Can you tell me about some of the people who made the list? Well, some of the, the past people who made the list are names you you might know, uh, like Sally Ride. I mean, these are women who spent time here in San Diego, but we make a point of uh, celebrating those unsung heroes, uh, women that you may not know about. Um, These are women who uh, don't necessarily come from money, but they spend a great deal of their lives going beyond uh, the norm uh, to to do extraordinary things in in terms of activism and being trailblazers. We have a lot of women who are the first in their field. Um, We have women who have, have just been really good at building our community, connecting people so things can happen. Those things don't make the news because they're kind of under the radar, but the people whose lives are affected by what they do, they know, and they become household names in the community. And so we try to celebrate those type of women. So uh, can I tell you about a few that are being inducted uh, this year? Absolutely, please. Okay, one uh, that I'm really excited about because I happen to know her personally, uh, her name is Josephine uh, Telemontes. Now, Josephine is being uh, honored in the historian category. So we have five categories. And um, she's an activist who has dedicated her life to defending the Logan Heights neighborhood where she grew up as a child and uh, continued to work there over the years Um, she was part of the group that helped to found Chicano Park. So what we know as Chicano Park today was not always a park. Who knew? Um, She and a group of activists were concerned about a freeway um, that was to be built uh, right down the center of that neighborhood. And um, from the story that I have heard her tell me, is uh, things got tense down there and she and a, a group of people uh, stood in the way of the bulldozers bulldozers as wow. they were coming to um, to start building. And so she's had that kind of life. Uh, she went to UC Berkeley 
and uh, later went on to work for the California Arts Council. But uh, she kept returning back to Barrio Logan uh, and doing the work of ensuring that the people in that community and the culture of that community uh, could remain and that, that, that they would not be pushed out by anything that that neighborhood would eventually, and this is what she's working on now, establishing uh, a museum uh, for Chicano Park. Isn't that cool? Yes, that like that that's um truly, you know, awe-inspiring to see women standing up for their community like that and really building incredible things that we can still appreciate today. Yeah, and, and we also induct women who are uh, no longer with us. Uh, one woman, Marie Herney, actually passed away in 1984. Uh, and she's known as a legal authority on uh, an advocate for women's rights. And she was the first woman to practice in the Supreme Court. Um, another woman, um, Dr. Francine Foster Williams, was an educator who used her classroom to teach about civil rights. And I love the story that she is responsible for inspiring the Martin Luther King parade that, that we uh, hold uh, in San Diego today, which is probably one of the biggest ones in the country. So they come from all walks of life, some uh, celebrated and some not so much, but we put them on a pedestal. And uh, after they are inducted into the hall of fame, uh, we keep their archive uh, materials about their lives at the museum in our collection so that for generations to come, if anybody ever wondered, you know, who were the women who made San Diego great, they can find them in our collection. I love that. And a question I had for you is, you know, when you think back to the beginning of San Diego's history, women who really helped to found the city and, and make it what it is today, you know, who are who are some of the big historic names um, that you you like to honor? Well, you know, I love to talk about Kate Sessions, um, and I hope that everybody uh, knows her name. Kate Sessions uh, was is considered the mother of Balboa Park. Uh, she was a botanist and she made a deal. She struck a deal with the city of San Diego to allow her to put her um, uh, a, a gardening uh, company um, in, in Balboa Park, what was Balboa Park at that time. And they said, sure, but you'll have to plant a hundred trees a year. Uh, that in exchange for this free rent. And that is what she did. And so many of the trees that you see in Balboa Park are uh, because of Kate Sessions. Now, one interesting thing about Kate Sessions is um, she has a statue uh, in the park. Uh, and I think it's on the corner of Six and I wanna say Juniper. Out of all the statues that we have in San Diego of important people, and usually they're typically men, she's in a, in a, a skirt with an apron and a, a basket. And I thought that was it's so <laughs> typical that even when we get heralded, you know, the women who uh, tend to make it are in some type of uh, uh, service industry or, you know, in service to others. But she, I mean, what an amazing visionary, right? In case in Kate Sessions. Well, thank you for telling me more about Kate Sessions. Um, because I have you here, will you talk to me a little bit more about the Women's Museum and what you have on exhibition now? Well, the Women's Museum has been in transition um, uh, since the the uh, uh, 
COVID-19 hit in 2020, we shut our doors, uh, which a lot of museums did. And after you know nearly 40 years of being in existence, we took that time to think about our future. Uh, we had been at Liberty Station, uh, had a space there for nearly 10 years. But what, we've, we, what we discovered is, as great as Liberty Station is, what a fun place to be. We really weren't reaching uh, the community as, as deeply as we wanted to. Um, our audiences weren't as diverse. Uh, and particularly, we weren't serving women of color. And so we took that time when we shut down during COVID to rethink where we really needed to be and where we could make the biggest difference. And we decided to move. So um, around 2021, we finished up our move. It took a while. Can you imagine moving a museum? <laughs> but we moved uh, part of our operations to Balboa Park, where our collections are now stored in a business office. And I'm speaking to you from my business office at the San Diego History Center. And then our exhibits are, will, and our educational programs will be uh, produced in southeastern San Diego at the Jacobs Center for Neighborhood Innovation. And so when you ask what, what's on exhibit now, right now we're building a new exhibit in that space that will premiere in April, just right after um, uh, Women's History Month is over. I am so excited about this facility. Uh, first of all, I'm excited about uh, uh, grounding our work in southeastern San Diego, which is an underserved community. And then secondly, that this is a kind of a new model of a museum. It's not the kind where you go and you just stand there in front of, you know, panel after panel of didactics and reading things. It's really um, was uh, intended to be a very interactive uh, uh, place for learning and engagement. Uh, lots and lots of programs for kids and their families to discover uh, women's history and also to uh, find ways to be inspired to activate around women's issues. So our, our, our um, primary exhibit, the permanent exhibit that will uh, showcase there will focus on the waves of feminism from the early wave during the suffrage movement through the second wave uh, and then into the third wave. And I think anyone who visits um, the museum when we open will have probably the best overview of what has been happening around women's activism in the United States history and particularly here in San Diego. So that's just a little teaser and I hope that everyone will come uh, visit us uh, when we reopen officially in, uh, in April. Wow, absolutely. I had not realized that you moved, but it seems like it's going to be an incredible, um, you know, f facility. I think so. I, 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 not I think so. I know so because, <laughs> you know, so intentional about being in a place where there's no such thing as don't touch that. We want people touching and moving around and and talking and having dialogue and all of those things. So it, it really will be a fantastic experiential space. Awesome. Is there anything else that you would like to add about the museum or about uh, Women's History Month and its celebrations? Well, you know, we were founded in 1983 by Mary Maskell. And Mary was concerned. Uh, she was a self-taught historian. 
And she was concerned about the absence of women in the annals of history books. You know, they just, she was concerned that, you know, when you opened a history book, who did you see? It was mostly, you know, what men did. And she knew that women were breaking glass ceilings everywhere, every day uh, throughout our history, but they just weren't being uh, talked about. And that hurts women. It hurts women because young girls particularly need role models. We need to see each other doing things other than being in service to others. There's nothing wrong with being in service to others, but also leading, you know, uh, creating, uh, being involved in politics, uh, being an artist, being doing creative things, all kinds of things. So we need that. So Mary, uh, she was she was a really a woman who, who didn't believe in obstacles. She started the archive in her house. Mm. And when that archive outgrew her house, um, the museum got their first space in Golden Hill. And then uh, finally Liberty Station, where we were most recently. Um, I will say that with every move, uh, we have developed such a loyal following of people, and they're not all women, by the way, who just believe in the notion that women's history is being made every day. Uh, we don't have to go back and look towards you know, the suffrage era, Susan B. Anthony, or anything like that. Every day, women are... are breaking records in sports. Uh, they're setting precedents in all kinds of legal fields. Um, and it's unfortunate, and it's fortunate at the same time that, you know, we 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 have this one month where we're, we're going to get it all in. We're going <laughs> to learn everything we can about women, and then we'll go back to normal. Mm -hmm. I would just um, encourage everyone to consider uh, women's history a part of our culture and um, think about the contributions of women in every aspect of our lives. And you will be amazed at what you can find. Very well said and very inspiring. I will take that advice. Felicia Shaw, Executive Director of the Women's Museum of California. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me.